Hello, 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 and welcome to our final summer replay episode before we actually bring you the goods. <laughs> the new season is coming, and what a wonderful season we have planned for you. <laughs> Had to sing a little bit on that. Um, we'll be announcing some really wonderful um, opportunities beyond the podcast. So if you have been listening to our podcast for the two years that we've been doing it, really we're on year three, we're moving toward year three, the, and you really have um, learned a lot and you know have gained some really good insight and have been trying to put some of this information into practice but are still needing just a little bit more, little bit more guidance or a little bit more information, um, then we have some, some really great opportunities for you. Um, we will be presenting, um, a new community to you called the 3MB Club and 3MB. Now listen, now think, think about this. The name of our podcast is Making Money in the Music Business. If you look at those, look look at the acronym. <laughs> there are three M's, right? And then the B is business. So the three MB club. Um, uh, there's a Patreon community we will be building, where by you joining for as little as five bucks. That's it, five bucks a month. Um, you're going to have opportunities. Not the, the podcast will always be free, so nothing new with that. But. Some of these guests that we bring, and you know how at the end we're always like so sad because they've got to leave. But guess what? Guess what? If you're in the 3MB club, you get to join the conversation more through a Q&A with whoever is the guest. So whether it be an artist, whether it be a music exec industry professional, whether it be Will and I on a topic, um, you will get um, a link. If you are a club member, if you're part of that community, you will get a link to continue the conversation and we get to do a Q&A so you can ask more specific questions based on what we discussed or anything that you have going on. Um, and, you know, in addition, you'll be able, we record these things by um, Zoom and stuff. So, you know, occasionally there will be some opportunities for you if you are available to uh, listen to the pre-recording live. So you'll get the, you'll get the exclusive. And then on top of that, um, we will also um, be offering opportunities for um, some deep dive group coaching discussion where Will um, will be facilitating almost like a live webinar um, kind of once a month um, to really kind of dig more into this and provide you actual guidance and um, structure and um, activities and action items and steps so you can move forward. Um, and there's going to be so much more to that. And we'll be talking about that once we hit our new uh, season. But in the meantime, please stay tuned um, because we would love for you to join our community. Um, and like we said, there's going to be a lot of incentives. But one of the main things is if you're just wanting to hear a little bit more, you're wanting to um, actually get a little bit more, some checklists, we'll have eBooks um, available to members um, you know, by just with their subscription. So this is really an opportunity to, um, you know, instead of doing this all alone, just to have a little bit of guidance from both, you know, our guests one-on-one, -on -one, but also from us, 
um, and to actually start getting your blueprint together um, and have some weekly, I'm sorry, well, weekly, yeah, it'd be a community. So weekly accountability, but definitely monthly accountability for sure, um, just to see how you're you know, doing with your goals. So for those of you who are wanting just a bit more, who are needing just a little bit more support, who are on a budget, we, we get it on a budget, but could really, really benefit from getting um, just a little bit more information and some knowledge um, um, in an easy and simple um, one, two, three way. I highly encourage you to join um, this group. So please be on the lookout. We'll be announcing the link to join when the new season hits. Um, if you have questions prior to that link hitting, please feel free to email info at creatingcrimson.com. Um, and we probably will have another email um, specifically for the 3MB club. But for now, before we um, announce everything and get it all rolling, just feel free to email us there. So that is exciting. But for before we get to all that, we're going to do our last summer replay. And this was a goodie. This is a real goodie and, and definitely... Um, one of our more popular podcast episodes uh, listened to and downloaded. And there was so much wonderful information packed in this episode. I mean, this guest like really was able to share a lot. Um, and so this is podcast episode number 81, where we interviewed musician, producer and composer Zoe. Um, so he was our special guest in, in that um, in that episode. And his formal name is Lorenzo Ferguson. And in the episode, he discusses how he went from being um, an elite college baseball athlete to this dynamic musician and phenomenal independent artist. Um, he admits that everything he's learned in terms of discipline, perfecting his craft, and being a true student of music really came from his experiences and practice as an athlete. Um, so today he manages his entire music business and career independently, including his um, producing his own music, being his own road manager while touring, handling his own business accounts. I mean, that's just to name a few tasks. He kind of explains way more than that. Um, he also shares his experience of scoring films. Yeah. And working with other, you know, dynamic independent artists such as the Foreign Exchange, which includes Vante and Nicolay, um, Cy Smith, who was a guest of ours, um, Anthony David, Shauna Tucker, who was a guest of ours, Carmen Rogers, Deborah Bond, who was a guest of ours, and so many more. So you as a listener, you're going to gain a whole lot of insight on how to manage your music career independently while still producing quality music and really developing your craft um, and art. So um, to learn more about Zoe, make sure you follow him. Um, he's really great on social media. You want to be a part of his community because he feeds his people. He feeds, and when I say feed, I mean, you know, when he has shows, new music, he, he's very engaging. So make sure you follow him. Um, Facebook, if you just look up Z-O, the number three, H. R-E-E, -E, the number five, I-V-E. -E. <laughs> it's a weird one. But he's kind of saying Zo 35. Yeah, Z-O, the number three, H-R-E-E, -E, the number five, I-V-E. -E. Um, and that's really, that's his... Um, 
his handle, his social media handle for both IG, Twitter, Facebook, all of that. And that's also his website. So um, I believe that will be in our show notes in case you're like, what? But you can Google him as well. He pops up. So sit back and enjoy this last Summer Replay episode. Welcome to the Making Money in the Music Business podcast, where we share insightful views on a variety of topics in the music industry that can help you make more money from your music business. And now, here are your hosts, Dr. William E. Smith and Kenya McGuire-Johnson. Hey, Kenya, we are back. We're back together again. Together, finally. <laughs> <laughs> I was fine solo. You were all by yourself last week. Oh, all, all lonesome. <laughs> you were lonesome, but it was good. I listened. I was. I got to be like our audience and just listen to your wisdom from afar. So uh, I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> well, I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad. Yeah, yeah it, it was good. But though. no more of that. It's time for us to be a duo again. We we can't keep separating ourselves. We've done that enough the past months. So I know, right? <laughs> Life, everybody so, gets busy. So yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. And you and I, whoo, Lord, Lord, a lot of busyness <laughs> it's, it's going on. Nuts but crazy sometimes. But we have a really fantastic guest again today. But before we dig in. I know you have some wisdom to share. Um, yeah, I try. It's uh, it's actually related to the um, thing I gave, I think, on my on my solo venture. It was talking. Mm-hmm. Um, this, this one today is another way or another approach at making money on your own. And uh, actually, again, another, one of my students hit me to this. Uh, she showed me uh, a singer and beat maker and producer who has a website. And if you just want to look at his hustle, um, his website is song, songwriterpendrick.com. Um, so songwriter and his last name is Pendrick, but he goes by Pendrick Lamar. So, you know, real catchy thing, but uh, on his site, he offers all these different services and mm. he's and of course he's charging money for the services, but it's a way for him to make some some side money. Now the the one little trick is he's he's been on some other people's albums. Um, I forgot the artist that they mentioned, so he has a little mm. bit of a reach. But yeah, um, but what he's offering, you know, it's great stuff. And you know, he's he has hooks, he has uh, beats, he has. Um, you know, yeah. mastering all these other services that he's offering. So he's turning his his sort of his newfound little bit of fame into some mm-hmm. some money making ventures. So mm. it's something that yes. people can do. You know, if you if you're a vocalist, um, go mm-hmm. ahead and, and sing some samples for people to sample to use on their, their tracks. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you're a musician, the keyboardist, throw down some key lines and licks, and sample it and and sell it on your site. It's just a little side hustle to make some extra dough. Yes. 
there's a lot of really i mean the side hustle mm-hmm. that's like that might become the 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 theme the word or or phrase for the main hustle 2019 2018 <laughs> right it's just all about the side hustle but um no that's really good and and i think what you're saying in terms of you know you don't have to just be thinking in the producer box or like i you know i have you know hooks or I've got, you know, um, a loop or whatever I've got, Mm -hmm. you know, as singers too, there's different things you can do to market yourself. And if you're, you know, a writer on top of that, you know, there's just a lot of ways, there's just so many ways to skin the cat these Mm -hmm. days, you know, for, so very nice, very nice. Thank you, sir. So speaking of, of hustle, I I think the guest (laughs) that we're bringing on today (laughs) He, he, from afar, we're going to find, we're going to dig in today and find out. But from afar, he looks like he's a strong hustler. And when I say that, I say that meaning the, the artist we have today does way more than just um, what people may think he does in terms of, you know, his music or, or producing. There's, I think there's a lot, there's going to be a lot of layers to unpeel with this guest. And I'm really excited. So without further ado, welcome, Zoe. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are y'all? Doing good. Good. Man. good. Great to have We're you good. on. Yeah, it's an honor to have you. And I feel like this is so great. I feel like we are, um, you know, we had uh, Shauna Tucker uh, on our podcast before, and I know you've done work with her. We're going to talk mm-hmm. probably about that. Um, we had Cy Smith on the podcast, and there's some people that we're going to be bringing in the future that you have worked with. And you know, I would love, while I know a lot about you, I always let the guests um, be able to tell their story and, and explain more to our listeners who may not know who you are, um, what it is you do, how would you characterize yourself as an artist, and what is your background? How did you, how did you get to this place? Um, music has always been a passion of mine. Like, I grew up with music in the house. My parents were, uh, were both on instruments. It wasn't like the main thing that they did, but my mother played piano. My father did play guitar. Um, and it was always records spinning and around. <laughs> and um, I always tell people that, you know, the, the difference is, is, is that like my parents, you know, how, like you go over some people's houses when you were growing up and like they wouldn't let you touch the records and couldn't do this <laughs> and you couldn't play, play them. You may have grown uh-huh. up that way, but I didn't grow up that way. Like my parents didn't have a problem with me playing whatever record mm-hmm. as long as, you know, I didn't get my little fingerprints on there. And, I was about to say, don't scratch know. it. Don't hear yeah, that. Right? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, don't try to, <laughs> you know, hip, hip-hop was just starting to kind of reach a little bit of, of of the masses. And so, you know, we, they were scared of us trying to, trying to, um, trying to emulate the DJs back then. So, um, right, but yeah, right. my parents never, they never had a problem with it. Um, the thing that happened with me was I chose baseball. Like baseball was mm. huge for me um and i got into baseball through my mother she's a huge baseball fan and um mm-hmm. you know baseball in the long run ended up paying for college like i got a full scholarship mm-hmm. to play and mm-hmm. music kind of took a back seat like i took i took lessons early um mm-hmm. but once sports happened then it was like uh well you know the music thing can kind of sit yeah. for a while and, you know i was still doing stuff but it wasn't anything where i'm where i'm you know like this is what i'm going to pursue like i thought i was going to be in the league somewhere and I did end up getting drafted and played in college and then that was it. So, yeah. <laughs> so once <laughs> like it was literally one day I'm playing one day I'm not. So, oh, wow. you know, the, the, the last day of college ball, I cleaned up my locker room and, and left. That was, that was it. 
And so with, with that, mm. like it was just pretty much, you know, at that point, baseball took up my whole day. And so, mm. you know, now I am, what, 21, 22 years old with a full day of what to do. So, oh wow! You know what I mean? That's trouble, man. Yeah, <laughs> so, that's big trouble. Well, what yeah, did you major in? I mean, did you? What did you major in? I mean, you got to still I, major in something in college. I majored. I majored in in graphic design. Ah, oh, wow. okay. And Which so, will explain like, a lot to your hustle today. Okay, all yeah, right. Keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I majored in graphic okay. design. I mean, uh, everything about me is is an artist like you know it didn't look yeah. like it because i'm you know i'm i'm built a certain way but <laughs> <laughs> you know everything about me is 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 art so you know once mm. once baseball ended and i was like well you know graphic design is cool but like i don't really want to sit in front of the computer all day which is funny because mm-hmm. that's kind of what i do now <laughs> <laughs> um so you know then it was just kind of like okay well you know let me fill up my day with with music and see how that, see how that works out. And then I, you know, I started becoming more serious about it and making it and making more of it, putting more time in it. And a lot of practice which I'm sure we'll, you know, we'll kind of touch on through the discussion. And, yeah. you know, I sent it off to a couple of friends and like their response was kind of crazy to me. And I was like, word, that's okay. You, <laughs> you like it? Okay. So, you know, let's, make some more and, and see what happens and you know it just kind of yeah. it's just kind of built it's just kind of built from there wow well that makes I, I just love doing this because now you know with you saying you're i i already kind of knew about the baseball background but i don't think i realized the graphic design which you know all these little steps that happen along the way are you know they always come full circle later yeah. so somehow that baseball i don't know when maybe it's oh, with yeah. your son it, it i don't know but around, it's, yeah. it's gonna come back <laughs> in some kind of way but yeah go ahead will yeah well i, I was i would say that uh you know that it's it's interesting just the diff- the variety of things that that sort of inform what you're doing now and i i would say um i guess to that point uh, I don't know if you thought about it or if it's been in your head. What what do you think have you um, applied from either from your baseball training or even from your graphic design training to your current um, career right now? Um, both of them were very, very instrumental in what I do now, uh, especially sports. Sports, um, you know, and I used to tell my students when I taught music, like sports and music parallel so much. Mm-hmm. In in terms of uh, discipline, in terms of um, you know being on time, in terms of practice, um, also working with others, like it's so many, it's the same thing. Like it's literally, mm-hmm. it's right. literally the same thing. Um, it's just you <laughs> yeah. know one is outside and one is indoors. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, all all of that stuff. Um, you know that you could not. If, if anybody who plays college sports or who played sports in high school with a, with a strict coach, like be late for practice and see what happens. Right. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> like it's, you, yeah. you become, you become very, you become very, very disciplined. You become, um, you know that when you wake up, something has to be done musically in, in order for you to get better as a musician. Mm-hmm. Same thing with sports. You have to, you have to play and you have to practice every day yeah. um, in order to get better or in order to teach muscle memory. Muscle memory is a, is a huge thing also as a, as a musician mm-hmm. as well. Um, you know, I just told somebody this after a show the other day, I was like, uh, you know, if you are playing a song and 
you can't remember the next chord. I was like, you've never seen a musician look down and look down at his hands. You always see him look up in the air because it's mm-hmm. muscle memory. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that type of yeah. that type of discipline always, always conquers, always conquers all when um when dealing with uh with artistry too. And I think graphic design taught me just basically just how to think out of out of the box. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, be that that originality is key. Um which uh you know, I, I still live by that now. And, you know, the, the cats that I work with are, are, are the same way. Like we're, we're always wanted to, um, to bring something fresh, um, bring something, uh, even, you know, even if you, if you run our old stuff, we want it to feel like new, you know, 10, mm. 15 years later. Mm-hmm. So I think yeah. that's what, that's what a uh, graphic design pretty much taught me, um, out, mm-hmm. of, out of the box. Yeah. And, and, you know, along with that, I, I think you were just saying how sports, you know, and music. It's funny because I, I completely agree. I was not really in sports, but my kids are heavily in sports. Mm-hmm. And so I have two boys and basketball is their primary, but my youngest also does some soccer. But, you know, I every, watching them and raising them through this is like I always reflect back to my training in music and like, no, you have to practice and you have to be disciplined and you have yep. to you know do it over and over. And they're always like, oh, you don't even play. I'm like, no, no, no. I don't need to play. <laughs> I know how this goes. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> These know, are the cats I, I, I work with, and yeah. you know, this is this is what they do. This is a, it's it's a practice. It's a discipline. It's a craft. So you it's have to practice. practice your craft. Right. And so my question is: Would you say that that even translates then to the music business side? Because you, as I was trying to kind of allude in the you know before we got started, in terms mm-hmm. of being a bit of a hustler, because y'all Zodan just play his little instrument that that's no 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 (laughs) there's there's a lot more going on so maybe if you could share you know the various things you do and then how you set up you know your music business Um, yeah (laughs) okay let me try to and i do think that it does help with music business because i think that the more the more you do. I mean, we're all we're all learning. There's no class for this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's no there's no there's uh, I, out of all the musicians and all the artists that I've run to. I've never really run into anybody who's been like, yeah, I majored in music business. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So we're all. And if kinda, they have, it doesn't necessarily equal yeah, much different. Yeah. Right. I was about to say, if they have, they doing something else because they don't want none of that. <laughs> 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 like, if you know, if you know it all up front, it's like I don't really want to touch Never that. Mind. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Um, <laughs> but like the stuff that the stuff that I do, I mean, being being totally totally independent, um, you know, I I always say I'm like I'm a manager, I'm a tour manager, I. I'm a booking agent. I drive the tour van. Uh, you know, this is customer service. If they don't pay, I'm 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 a collection agency. Uh, I'm, I didn't add that one. That's a good one. I'm 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 the promoter. I write newsletters. I I um, I'm a webmaster. I do packing and shipping when I get orders. I don't have nobody doing that. Um, wow. And then I'm a producer, multi instrumentalist. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So yeah. yeah. So wow. again, you know, I, I stay away from graphic design, so I'm not in front of a computer all day, but I'm in front of a computer all day. <laughs> right. Whether, right. <laughs> whether it's answering emails, whether it's uh, returning, um, you know, 
interacting on social media, just, you know, making sure that your, 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 your listeners know who you are and what you're doing. Um, Mm -hmm. and then you Mm -hmm. go in the studio and you sit in front of the computer recording. So it's so Mm -hmm. funny how that works. I know, yeah, and I, yeah. it's really glad to. I'm glad that you explained that. I'm gonna let Will go ahead, well, but I, I, I yeah. think that that's important. You know that people understand because you got a you got a strong following, and people need to hear that you are. You know the the car. You know you, what you just say the transporter. What you say about the car? <laughs> like you're you're driving the van, you're doing <laughs> yeah. the packaging. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Well, I think people um, they it's a misconception. They think that that artists just sort of pop up out of nowhere and and things just mm-hmm. happen. And and that every they have everybody has a manager and, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, and everything is just happening for them. And all they're doing is writing music all day. Um, right. And and that's that's so far from the truth. <laughs> and I, and I want to mm-hmm. um, for me, I think some of the usefulness in this podcast is that people learn learn new ways of, of handling their own business and new approaches that they might not have been doing and uh, just help this ways to help people out. Um, I, right. The question for you, I guess I would have is what what are some of the the, so the tools, maybe apps, maybe programs, um, mm-hmm. maybe just processes that you have in place that help you uh, help you run your business more efficiently and effectively? Um, let me think about that off the top of my head. Um, <laughs> one thing one thing that I tell cats when I do like, you know, master classes or things like that in the same same vein that we're talking as far as you know handling music business mm-hmm. um one thing that i stress that is always overlooked in music business is paying those taxes right um right. there's a software there's a software that i use for that um it used to be called i think it used to be called outlook Mm-hmm. But now it's just I think they were bought out by by GoDaddy, the, the website. Oh, OK. Mm-hmm. So now it's just GoDaddy bookkeeping, which I'm sure, hmm. you know, there's other other um, uh, sites like this. But I use GoDaddy bookkeeping for all of my all of my numbers. Um, and what you can do is it makes it so easy. You can connect your bank account to it. You can connect your credit card to it, your business card to it. And what it'll do is when you swipe your business card, it's automatically it automatically goes to the to the bookkeeping. So yeah. right to the, and all you have to do is maybe categorize it. So it's already it's it's already done. It's already there. And then at the end of the year, all you have to do is give your accountant uh, your business uh, profit loss. Yeah, and, right. and, and you're good. Yeah, yeah, yep. and you're good to go. Um, yeah. For my newsletter, I use uh, FanBridge dot com hmm. uh i know i know other people have you i've seen other people using like mailchimp um what's the other one there's a couple there's a couple of them uh, uh constant yeah. contact is another one it just right, depends on right. it just depends on how many you're trying to reach and and how many how much you can afford because all this costs money <laughs> yes, it does. Um, <laughs> i haven't heard of FanBridge. like have, yeah. have you used have you used mailchimp and compared it to FanBridge? like i haven't what i made, I, oh, I did okay. FanBridge straight up um okay. i'm trying to remember i think it's like is it tw- the the plan I have is like twenty four a month? Okay. Um, okay. but it's everything. Like it has it's it's yeah. a newsletter. It also it also has your shows integrated as well. Um, mm-hmm. um, uh, it has a uh, 
place where you know fans can ask questions. It's funny because I'm seeing everybody on Facebook they're doing this like ask me anonymous questions. I'm sitting there like folks been asking me anonymous questions for years, and you don't want nice. that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't yeah. want to play that game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, fan fan bridge for for um for newsletter. I mm. use uh just WordPress for my, for my site. So that, right. you know, I know, I know artist sites aren't like, aren't big anymore with the prevalence of social media now, but um, mm-hmm. it's somewhere where, you know, it's basically a one-stop shop. Any, anytime mm-hmm. it's funny because anytime somebody's like, well, where can I find this album of yours? And I'm like, y'all bugging, man. Everything, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> everything, everything dealing with me. Like I try to keep it all in this, this one place so you know zo35.com you know you can find my social you can find my albums lyrics liner notes all of that stuff right there in that one place so you know everything is kind of central yeah nice no i i'm always telling artists you know because i do coaching artists and i'm like you know you need a home you need a home so that all your stuff that you have control over Mm -hmm. you know um when you're just because if some have you know that day that facebook and instagram went down or whatever (laughs) everybody was like (laughs) (laughs) and it really you know it's like you it it was a nice little teaser it was it was the universe's way of sending a whisper of Mm -hmm. suppose (laughs) this shut down you know we should not feel this discombobulated you know socially or or business wise so i'm glad to hear that you you mentioned you're doing all of this and so i don't know how you're like your brain you know clearly you know they say that men can't multitask that's not true you are like clearly (laughs) we have determined that that is a lie (laughs) (laughs) amen Uh, do you have do you have anybody assisting because a lot of uh, that's a big question we get also is you know i gotta get at least a team if i'm not gonna have a manager Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i need a team do you have some you know something of like a team or is this really just a solo ship kind kind of sort of um i just got with a booking agency uh this past summer so they started working uh you know shows you know just straight up shows mm-hmm. for me which is mm-hmm. incredible cuz uh, out of everything booking shows is that's rough it's a yes, rough it yes. it's yes, a it rough is. game Jesus. like it's yeah it's rough to even get people to return emails you know what i mean so right. it's like um you know so i i still primarily book like our piano microphone shows like the mm-hmm. you know cuz those are generally easier to do just cuz it's just you know it's just me and Carmen and the overhead is yeah. low and you know, it's really not too much. I'll just just have a piano and, and some places. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, so booking agency. And when we go to different cities, sometimes we try to get someone to work our merch table for us because, yeah. mm-hmm. um, you know, sometimes people come to shows and, you know, maybe they don't have to sit her that long or whatever. And they, you know, they, they need to bounce or they want to yeah. they want to leave or, you know, they want to grab something before the line starts forming, um, mm-hmm. you know, type of thing. So we try to do that. Sometimes we, sometimes we can manage it. Sometimes not. So I mean, it's still, it's still very much here and there. But yeah, other other than that, man, like it's it's. Uh, wow. Yeah. It's, you are it's Superman. Here. Yeah, I'm, Superman. and I don't want to be. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I know. I know the feeling, man. I know the feeling. God bless you. <laughs> yes, I want to be man because can't cut it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> That's deep. That's funny. 
That's funny. Mm. <laughs> well, I, you know, I got many more questions, Will, but I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to alternate. Trying to hold you, it back. You, yeah. I'm, mm-hmm, <laughs> it's your turn, but I do have. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I mean, you know, I, I've, trust me, and I've, I've been doing, uh, with my group, I had toured for years and, uh, mm-hmm. and, and did exactly the same thing, handled everything, did, you know, did the merch, did all the, the back then we had an email list, uh, you know, people yep. to sign in and all that stuff. Yep. But uh, you know, I, I wish that we had this podcast when I was doing my stuff. So, oh my <laughs> man, listen, no. listen, man, listen. <laughs> I would have learned so much and been listen. so far much ahead. Oh man, but yeah, yeah I mean, I, I love, I love uh, just how, how you're approaching what you're doing, and um, you know, so it reminds me of a lot of the stuff that I was doing. But I saw, I see on your site, um, and I was reading some of the other stuff. I didn't know that you were doing uh, the film scoring side. And uh, yes. uh, I want you to talk a little bit about first how that happened and then mm-hmm. um, what are some of the uh, the uh, I guess challenges and excitement and, and joys of doing uh, doing the, the film scoring thing. So basically how okay. did it start? And then, you know, um, shoot, it kind of just kind of just started by accident, man. Um, <laughs> the the uh, the film crew, the film crew that I work with, the film team that I work with, who is phenomenal uh digifay out of chicago illinois mm-hmm. um my man uh donnie donnie and eric seals uh mm-hmm. pair of brothers who are they um one of their um one of their guys hit me this was in like 2013 and it was just mm-hmm. a just a cold call email and was like you know we want to bring you to vegas to do blah 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 and i was just kind of mm-hmm. like yeah all right so i mean i, I responded Cause I mean, you know, you get those emails and it's like, eh, you know, whatever. And I was like, right, let, me, <laughs> let me, let me, let me respond and see what happens. And, and they were serious. So we ended up doing that and they were like, we want to shoot a, shoot a documentary on it. And I was like, hell yeah. Cause I'm a documentary <laughs> fanatic. Yeah. I love me documentaries. Too. Yeah, me too. So, yeah. um, to actually be a subject of one, like that was incredible. So, um, we ended up doing that. And from there, like a relationship just built and just, uh-huh. You know, it's still building. Um, and I mean, I was the subject of the documentary and also, you know, generally, I guess, you know, I, I scored it because, I mean, it was all my music and right, that right. type of thing. And I was like, hmm, OK. Um, and then uh, something else. Oh, the uh, the uh, one of my homeboys hit me about doing the music for Black Dynamite, the second season. Huh. And. I was like, absolutely. Like, you know, I don't even, you know, right now I really don't care about the amount. Uh, it wasn't a, it wasn't a high paying thing. It was basically a contracted type of thing, but it kind of mm-hmm. showed me the ins and outs of making music for the screen, um, which I learned mainly uh, about deadlines right. um, and deadlines and, and preferably delivering before the deadline to let people know, that this is what it is when you work with us. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? So, you know, you have no other reason. Like you, you call us and we're going to mm-hmm. deliver it. You wanted the 15th. We're going to give it to you on the 8th. Right. So, mm-hmm. so, so that type of thing. I also learned that um, shit, it's fun as hell. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, black dynamite, the black dynamite thing in particular stretched me as a guitar player because mm-hmm. A lot of that stuff required, you know, a lot of that black exploitation sign of stuff requires guitar and wah wahs and yeah, all that kind of stuff. stuff. Yeah. So, you know, I'm I'm taking a lot more risk because I have to. 
And that then translates directly into my music when I make it for record. Right. Yeah. yeah. For example, like I made Show Me the Way with Anthony David and Carmen um, mm-hmm. because of Black Dynamite. Like I, it was all, mm-hmm. that was a lot of mm-hmm. wild, wild guitar. Okay. Like that was directly influenced because of that, that show. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But like doing that thing. And then um, especially what Digifate called me to do for the takeover um documentary last year which was i mean that was full score that wasn't just making music that was making you know the big trailer sound and sound and stuff with the big mm-hmm. uh dramatic drums and all right. that kind of stuff and they were like we need this and we need they gave me a whole list of cues to do and i was mm. like oh this is crazy <laughs> right and right. then you know after after doing them then you know it kind of gave me confidence like oh i you know they had more confidence in me doing it than I did. Yeah. Hmm. And yeah. so, you know, I like film scoring, TV, all of that stuff. I really want to do more of that now. Yes. Yeah. You know, more than ever. Like that's, I mean, that's, that's, it's fun. It's money that mm-hmm. you can get sitting in your studio on your draws. You know what right. I mean? So, right. mm-hmm. um, you know, you don't have to be breaking your back and, and, going out on tour all the time you know that's Mm -hmm. if if uh if i was able to do scoring and music for television 80 to 90 percent of the time Mm -hmm. i would absolutely do it see kenya yeah you have you have spoken everything that will utters (laughs) (laughs) you talk about language you are speaking his language for real real. it's it's a beautiful thing man and 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 they they pay on time yeah, yeah, you're yes, not doing do. the collections agents oh, part you, of your yeah, work. You ain't, nah, you ain't you ain't collecting them. They pay all time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man. No, and it, and in this day and age, I mean, yes, particularly with how the music industry. I mean, it's it's so hard to just you know be trying to make money from you know your single or your whatever. Mm-hmm. So you know you have to be generating these other ways of streaming. Or not of getting other streams of income. Yes. And so Will is, yes, you have spoken his language. Go ahead, Will. <laughs> I know. Yeah, well, that, well I, I really, because uh, I shifted my business. That was the thing. I, I'd been, been in playing mm-hmm. and touring and gigging and all that stuff. I was like, wait a minute. You know, this is like, <laughs> this is hard. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, it, it's, yeah. it's, and and not, not that I'm scared of work. But it's not you're not getting the compensation for Absolutely. for what you're doing. And uh, so, I, you know, I saw the, the game is, you know, the the industry was really shifting towards uh, the whole yeah. licensing game. And uh, yes. that's that's where I, I put my my focus and put my dollars, my my time. I spent a whole year learning how to do trailer music uh, last mm-hmm. year. And I finally got my my masterpiece, <laughs> my piece to resistance finished <laughs> that I, the way I like it. So now it's my template. And uh so yeah, it's mm. it's really um, you know it's it's a lot of work to do, and I, I guess uh, for to help people that are listening to this podcast um, to understand what you're doing, what what is your your setup? What's your DAW? Then how do you integrate your video with your your DAW to see what you know what you're doing and all that stuff? Uh, my DAW is uh, Pro Tools. I work straight Pro Tools. Okay. Pro Tools. Um, I used to be very much hardware, everything. And, you mm-hmm. know, it's got to be hardware and hardware sounds better right. until I got introduced to a few virtual instruments that changed my entire outlook on that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and what happens is, is 
And the thing is, what with the virtual instruments, they're getting better. Yes. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. It's like oh. it's 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 almost unfair. It is. It is. <laughs> um, you know, yeah. I picked up I picked up a, a couple a couple joints and. I was just like, are you serious? And mm-hmm. you know, I I I go and uh once I do that, I get on the phone with with my man uh my man Nicolay, who is the I mean, he is yeah. he is huge and he's always been huge on on virtual instruments and and sometimes I even talk to Wajib, like Wajib been trying to tell me about uh mm-hmm. you know, working out of the box for a long time and I just didn't I just didn't want to do it cuz I was just like, you know, I like I like hands on and what if it shuts down and blah nah, right, nah, right. not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. They are. They have some. They have some stuff where you know you could just put a laptop together and you know you working on the garage man and you, they got some instruments and and it sounds like you're in a full blown studio. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really ridiculous. So I'm I am a believer. Um, <laughs> so you know I've 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 started to and plus it's cheaper, man. Like who wants to pay? Yeah. Yes. Who wants to pay two thousand dollars? You know, not even for the instrument itself, but for but for the repairs. You know what I mean? Like oh, that too. Yeah, well, yeah. Like I was I was having to refurbish and and repair my roads. You know, every three years, nobody nobody (laughs) wants to do that. So Hmm. I'm like, shoot, I can take that repair money and buy a full thing of of plugins, and I'm good. Mm -hmm. You're good. So I'm 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 very much a believer now (laughs) in that. Yeah. And but the, but you know, I think it's one thing to be a believer but have a background in music. You know what yeah. I mean? Because then you're 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 still using your music acumen. You're still using your talent and your understanding of of music and of oh, arrangement. Absolutely. And, absolutely. And I think it's really important for people, you know, people who are trying to be producers or who are trying to really, you know, put out their own stuff <clears throat> you know you you gotta still understand music <laughs> yeah. and no, it's, because that's, it's still yeah. definitely what you do with it yeah yeah you know yeah. you can have all yeah. the plugins in the world and we've all seen it you go into these big state of the art studios and then mm-hmm. you know what comes out of that studio you like are you kidding me right <laughs> hey, y'all wasting everybody's time <laughs> <laughs> Right. You still got it. Right. There, there still is an art to this, you know, yes. and I just, you know, I, I think people need to, it's really important. You, you kind of, you know, flew out Nicolay's name and I wanted to mm-hmm. kind of, before we have to wrap up, you have collaborated with some amazing artists right now that um, everybody, to me, everyone that you work with tries to kind of push the envelope um, in, in different ways that are original, but yet, so accessible and and when i say that meaning you're not just copying but you're not but it's not unfamiliar you know what right. i mean it's like it, you can still really join in so if you could share um some of the artists that you know you've collaborated with and i just want people mm-hmm. to get a idea um, he, he does a lot does a lot well i guess i guess i mean my my main collaborators would be foreign exchange would be uh fontaine nicolay um yeah. i've actually been there there um musical director while on the road for oh my god it's been over 10 years um so we've we've worked we've worked together a a long time we kind of know each other in ins and outs and uh Mm -hmm. especially me and tay like me me and fonte work work really closely on a lot of stuff Mm -hmm. uh Mm -hmm. including here recently um uh some more tv work uh sermon showcase the 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 music Mm -hmm. for for sermon showcase which will be out in the fall and um 
so but yeah those those two those two cats those are you know those are family um Cy mm-hmm. Smith of course uh mm-hmm. Carmen Carmen Rogers who I tour with uh regularly we tour our own stuff um let's see you mentioned Shauna Tucker before yeah, done stuff yeah. with uh with Anthony David my man uh my brother Eric Roberson um mm-hmm. you know Joy That's, who was a who was yeah. a living legend yes she is yeah you know well and 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 what's so cool like i really do think that um you know foreign exchange to me <clears throat> and knowing that you know that you're a part of that family and move is, is there really a movement i think when you know when you guys all came out and really started like i said pushing the envelope you took soul music time kind of in this other really refreshing direction and 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 especially indie wise you know what yeah, i mean like independently yeah. and not needing your music on mainstream radio right at all and still having this ridiculous following and and you know and and so i i i really hope that people who are listening you know zoe and fonte and all of them you know they they are they are grinding um, in their own way <laughs> and it is working and there, but now, you know, these years later, you guys are getting into film and, you know, just branching out in all these really cool ways. And so, and you did it without having this, you know, manager or this yeah. like even whole team. And it so is. it can be done. And this is one of the things that we're constantly trying to encourage. But one of the things I think you've kind of said this, that while you may not have a team, you are still collaborating and sharing and you guys are you know working together and their family and you're moving forward together i shauna and i've known each other since college i went to howard with shauna so oh okay um, okay yeah i knew her when she was just a little girl now, anyway but yeah so, <laughs> <laughs> a really long time and you know when she started getting connected in with the whole foreign exchange and then you and i told her i said girl this is a good family to be connected <laughs> into because they're gonna bridge you know so many you know she has her own style and her own space Right. But you guys working together has, you know, pulled this other audience to be drawn to her. And and that's all good. It's all family. And that's Um, what I like. That's what I like about what Effie does. Um, You know, we um, bring a lot of new voices. Like, it's, you know, I'm I'm currently, I'm actually, it's funny that we're having this conversation because me and Fonte literally had this conversation no more than 12 hours ago. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm, I'm, I'm actually looking for, I'm looking for, I'm in the process because I'm I'm working on on my album now and and mm-hmm. you know we we we've always got our ear to the street yeah. on 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 the new on the new cats in particular mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. you know just trying to see who's who's doing what who's making waves and who's making noise and who's mm-hmm. putting out dope stuff like who's right, yeah. right, like who's who's just straight up putting out some good music um, yeah. Yeah. And you know when you when it happens, we like see a, it. You, you need to do like a tour where you kind of get showcases. Like you go to different cities and mm-hmm. you know kind of do some show. I I went to a showcase here in Chicago the other night, and you know there's artists they still need to have some development, but the 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 bones of it, you know, mm-hmm. was really good. And I was like, wow, this is all original stuff, and you know real cats like you and like Fontaine and like you, they need to see these people who are like, maybe otherwise they wouldn't, you know, they're not going to be seen or they're trying to, they're kind of going in a hamster wheel when they've got some really real stuff. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. no, that's great. 
Well, we're running out of our time. Yep. I know. Well, yep. The yep. clock is, we're going to get cut off. So <laughs> <laughs> before we run out, if you could just share, you did kind of say your website. I'm going to include mm-hmm. that in the show notes. If you could just share your social media, how people can follow you. Yes. Anything else that is, is coming up that you want people to make sure they have their eyes on. For sure. I've got my, my good alphanumeric <laughs> tag. It's a uh, Zo 35 Zo 35 is spelled Z O the number three H R E E the number five I V E. And that's dot com. That's at, uh, at Zo 35 on Twitter and Instagram at Zo 35 on Facebook. It'll pull up there too. Um, right. And we'll be in me and Carmen will be in, Columbia, South Carolina, on May fourth, doing a piano microphone show there with my man, mm-hmm. uh, my man Preach Jacobs down there, mm-hmm. and um, we're doing Detroit. I'm coming home on March the, I'm sorry, March on August the fifteenth at Cliff mm-hmm. Bell's, and nice. I'll be doing I'll be doing a show in Richmond with my homegirl Deborah Bond yes. uh, on June the twenty first. So we're yeah, just, Deborah's been on the show too. Uh-huh. I meant to mention that she's yeah. been on the podcast as well. That yeah. used to be like almost my neighbor. Like we lived like five <laughs> minutes away from each other. <laughs> in Silver That's Spring. right, because yep. Maryland. Yeah, yep. yeah. She's such good people. I love Deborah and her music. Just is yummy. Yes. Yeah, and if well, you're if if you're in DC, yeah. she and I do a, she and I do a, a brunch. We play at brunch uh, at thirteen oh one Ben thirteen oh one Wine Bar every Sunday. Oh, you're the Wine Bar. Okay. Yep. Gotcha. I don't think I realized you were there every Sunday too. I knew Deborah was doing that, mm-hmm. but I didn't realize you were also, you know, a part of that every Sunday. I know yep. I've, I've seen her promote it and I've seen, you know, you be a part of it, but oh, good. Yes. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. All right. <laughs> we're going to get cut off. I don't want to get cut off. This has been awesome. Um, thank you so much for giving your time and sharing Definitely. and, yeah. you know, yeah, this is and and the you guys go to his show because I went to the Carmen, you know, the Carmen Rogers and you the acoustic. No, that's yeah. not what you call it. Piano, Piano. and a mic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was excellent. So thank you. Yeah. Awesome, man. All right, William. Okay. We'll uh we'll be back next week and um yeah, keep listening and keep commenting. I see uh we got a whole lot of other other folk, folks joining the um the family <laughs> on our, our podcast. So it's great. Yeah, we had a lot more people listening, so this is awesome. Thank you guys. We we're 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 climbing. We're yep. growing. We're growing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Great. All we'll, right. we'll see y'all next week. Okay. Bye. Thank you for listening. And we hope you've enjoyed this podcast episode. Please leave us a comment on our page. If you would like to contact us about a specific topic, you can email us at info at creating crimson.com or DRW Smith at making money in the music biz biz.com. If you would like to schedule a consultation session with creating crimson, you can fill out the contact form at the bottom of the website at creatingcrimson.com. If you would like registration services for your music project, you can visit makingmoneyinthemusicbiz.com and go to the registration services page. Please fill out the contact form and we will get back with you promptly. If you are interested in advertising on our podcast, please send us an email at drwsmith at makingmoneyinthemusicbiz.com.